Kalis is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubba Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right, at least with the assist. Hi guys, welcome back. This is kind of going to be like a weird little episode because it's it's a first date for me and Kyle. Um, I'm excited. Be gentle. I will. I will not be. We just had that discussion at the beginning. There, there's no safe words. There is nothing that's going to stop whatever happens. So <clears throat> Kyle runs. Uh, I've met Kyle through Twitter. We've never met in person, which nope. is I'm such a, I'm like a dirty slut when it comes to the podcast game. I don't meet anybody. It's all anon, as they say in the porn industry. Uh, fuck, I know that because of X-Hamster. But yeah, I saw Kyle on Twitter and I was like, I've been looking for a, like someone to legit co-host. The thing is, I want someone who reminds me of me, like with things they say and how they do things. I think you, you you're close. You're the one that like really looks like, oh, okay. I like to find one. out, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you're stepping into the number one Houston Dynamo podcast, according to reports that only I have seen. So, I mean, that's a pretty, it's got to be a big deal, right? Like, you got to be kind of flat. Oh, yeah. It's the biggest deal. Oh, yeah. So flat. So flat. Like, it's kind of like Cinderella, you know, when the slipper fits. She goes to the ball and all that. So, yeah. Number one Houston Dynamo podcast based on reports that only I've seen. That's that's the key there. So, uh, Kyle, dude, tell us tell us how you got here. Like, you can make this lengthy. Make it long. Like how, how I became... How did like you become a, a vlogger, fan? a Dynamo fan, and then how did you stumble upon me? While you're doing that, I'm going to put some notes together. Gotcha. I mean, so I really didn't know much about soccer when I, I got started. Uh, my buddy took me a game back in the Robertson stadium game days and had a blast. And then probably 2013, uh, me and my dad randomly bought tickets to a game and we went, it was fun. Uh, while we were there, we wanted to get our free soda. So I signed up for, to be the safe driver or whatever for Bud Light. And then like a week later, they called me and said that I had won and that I was going to be the safe driver of the year uh so i got to be like there was a little ceremony i got to be in the jumbotron and that's it was not really my that's an second award. game ever <laughs> I, I would never want to win that award oh no well it, it gets funny so check this out i'm not so, even a safe driver i would i'd be yeah. lying to everybody so part of it uh i it was the year we were going to the championship so uh they got me tickets to a game and then they were going to give me tickets and a flight to california uh, but then they did a background check. And since I had been arrested for marijuana in Texas, they would not let me go to California. <laughs> so I was fucking stay. Yeah. I was no longer a safe driver and no, you know, I get it, but it was weird that I couldn't go to California. <laughs> uh, and then from 2014 on, I got season tickets and it's really just me and my dad. I don't know. Everything I learned about soccer is just from watching the Dynamo games. Uh, I went in from not even knowing really the rules of so soccer. So you 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 know what really you know what bad soccer is supposed to look like then. Oh yeah, you're like oh, yeah. yeah. And like, like I was spoiled because like, 13, 14, we were good. Fourteen, we had the undefeated streak at home. I was like, oh man, Dynamo, we're gonna be good forever. This is the greatest team of all time. And then it's just been a downward spiral into hell since. Yeah, Matt Jordan was like, hold my beer. 
Yeah. I see all you happy fuckers out there. Here's what we're going to do now. We're going to make a bunch of bad purchases and we're not going to fucking get anybody good for years. And, and if we do get people that are good, they're going to be 37 and on their way out. We're going to give you unproven coaches. And one might actually win something, Wilmer Cabrera. The other might just fucking leave you angry. Tab Ramos. Yeah. I don't even know who was before Tab because I didn't start following this. This this darling little club. It's because it's fucking it hurts my feelings. No, it was. Um, You're before me. You're longer than me because I didn't start till 2016. Oh, uh, he was he was he became the same Jose coach afterwards. I can't even think. Uh, Not Almeida. Kinnear. Yeah, Kinnear. Oh yeah, he's he's he won everywhere he go. He he won everywhere he went. Kind of like how Austin get battered everywhere they go. They just got fucked up in L.A. Good, good. L.A. beat them four to one in L.A. I think it was. Oh, I just pulled up our fucking ratings from last night. These are terrible. These are fucking. These are why people commit suicide. Ratings like this. If yeah, if. Being a Dynamo fan, if you got low self esteem, you know you're looking for soccer to bring joy yeah. to your life. It's, you're you're it's in the wrong happen. club. You are supporting the wrong just club. Pain. Yeah, we are just going to. Just but that's the thing. Sad. That's why I always say though, it's forever orange. It's not sometimes orange. Just because they're shitty, shitty, doesn't mean you shouldn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. All right, look at those shitty ratings. Those are fucking horrible. Ew. Eh? You know who had the best game was Memo. Which is gonna make so many people mad, and it's fucking. I mean, sad. he was the only one that seemed like he was doing anything. He had that nice nutmeg shot, but it didn't go in. And then, yeah, that's it, dude. It's it's all good. Michael Nelson had a real fucking stellar game, according to these ratings. Four point seven. Motherfucker, god damn! I I could have put up a four. I could <laughs> I could have got scored on a couple of times. I think I could have I could have ended up with a four. I would have saved some shots. They have to be really close to me and not too hard. But I, I think I would have saved a few after last night. So I told you, man, fucking dude, this summer I've had this plan to be more productive, smoke a little less weed and drink a little less beer. It's not going so well because this weekend was very, very full of beer and weed. But my first project was fixing this old computer I had and I fixed it in a fucking hour. I know I told you this story, but I want to yeah. tell everybody else. I thought it was going to be harder than it was. It turns out when you just fuck up partitioning a hard drive, all you need to do is delete the partitions and install a clean image. Hardest part was finding a fucking Windows ISO image to use. Everybody that listens to this and doesn't understand computers is like, what the fuck is he saying? Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. I understood a couple of those words. You know, yeah, but in- most I know what to in- install. Yes, I, I put I made it go into the computer. So yeah, that was that was that was a nice little treat. And now, all right, look, dude. Rob Zip also does video logging and Kyle. Oh, yes. Kyle also does video logging. Like, is this the moment you think where you're openly going to declare war on Rob where it's like quite, quite the opposite, man. Rob Zip is a national treasure. Uh, it's my guy. Like he's got 6,000 followers. I'm gonna get 300, man. That guy's a mentor. Oh, he's ki- he is fucking you up. Kicking my ass, man. But he's also, he actually tries with his channel. Mine is just a hobby. <laughs> Have you have you seen his car? I saw it in person. No, I, he drove he drove me home. Oh yeah, you have. Night. Yeah, dude. Was... All right, so he is like, we're I guess we're giving Rob the shout out or whatever, dude. Rob has got to be like I told you, the nicest fucking person that I've never met. He's always like, he gave you a ride home. It looks like he drove some other supporter up to. This fucking guy drove to Kansas City, 
for watch mid- the Dynamo do nothing for a midweek Open Cup match. That's like it's legendary, this is, legendary. Right? This is a poor analogy, but this is like going going from snorting cocaine to like huffing fucking computer cleaner. Like that's the level of commitment that Rob has to this team. The same as a junkie who can't get their cocaine. So they're like, you know what? This shit cleans keyboards. I'm going to huff this. He's so fucking committed. It's ridiculous. I love it. Like, I'm just like, this guy is committed to his trade. And just the hustle. Just, I mean, just talking about his car alone. Like that's a level of commitment that I cannot commit. That's He is, he is. When it comes to like how committed are you, like Rob is balls deep, like his dick and his balls are in the commitment. That's how fucking in he is. I'm not that deep. I'm like mid. Yeah, you don't even. You don't even go to the games. You don't even. I do go to the games. I have children, dude. I got a lot of kids, and they're fucking expensive, and they always want something. It's true. You don't have kids, huh? Not yet. Working on it. Bo, why? Why? What's the rush? <laughs> what is the rush, dude? You don't need to hurry that. People are like in a rush to do that stuff. Don't. Don't. I didn't even do it in a rush. I had my first one in my late 20s. Aren't uh, in my mid 30s. I should probably. Yeah, you. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. You're too old now. You missed your window. You don't you don't need to do it. Is, it, is it how a good run piece? Yeah. I mean, and now it'll just be you and the wife alone forever, which I think increases the risk of divorce by like 15 percent. Exactly. There's one actually, more reason we need kids. One more. Actually, you know what? I would imagine kids, kids tend to break up marriages the most. Or excuse me, that worded that wrong. You have bad kids. Yeah, well, I mean, but if people with kids, I bet you they tend to get divorced more than single people. Well, I wonder if, if you're single, you're not really married, so it's kind of hard to get divorced. Well, no, I mean, people that get married and don't have children versus people that get married and have children. I got you. So when I say single, I mean without those little fucking hands that run around stealing your money when you're not looking. And even when you are daddy, can I have food? Yeah, sure. Daddy, I need a diapers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. Where were we? Yeah. So no video log war with Rob. Yeah, man. He is like fucking hyper committed. If, if, and you know what, if he's that committed to a podcast, imagine what he could do for you. Like, you know, just not to you, Kyle, to anybody out there that's, that looks at Rob and thinks, man, that guy's committed and handsome. Give him a shot. Give him a like on uh, YouTube as well, because apparently he said KC fans were going on there and disliking his stuff. There was there was some popping up in his live stream last night. He was live streaming at the watch party, and there was Kansas City fans popping in trying to talk smack. Like, oh man, Rob's a nice guy. Don't be a fucking dickhead to Rob. I did tell him. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna go meet some KC fans, and I was like, dude, be careful which ones you talk to. I think I made a few mad. That was the one. Uh, they were the racist ones. The fucking Kansas City racist. They didn't right. like that one. It's funny though. It's like, yeah, oh, well, we never did that. Then why are we telling these stories about you doing that? Like clearly y'all done this. Like here's times. like here's here's the difference between fucking triggering the progressive wokes versus the racist conservatives, which I did against KC. Like, in order to trigger trigger like the left, you have to like you have to flirt with a very sensitive topic, and it's not always safe or fun. It's always fun for me, but like, it's not always safe and they get mad and they're like, just, you need to stop talking forever, but you call somebody racist and those fucking redneck motherfuckers pop out. They're just like, I never happened. Prove it. I mean, prove it. Like how many rape victims fucking videoed their rape, you know, like 
you would be a horrible fucking district attorney. Oh, really? You, you were raped? Prove it. Can you prove it? Get the fuck out of here. Never happened. Five, six people are saying you got raped. That's it. But nobody's got video. And today, no. Nobody's got an OnlyFans. No. Yeah, I've never triggered somebody. I've never seen racist because so defensive. It was. Yeah, they, I mean, it's all fun and games, so you shine the light on it. Well, I mean, dude, I'd heard the same fucking story, the exact same chance, and I think at the end it was three or four different dates that it, that people there had heard it, either in Kansas City or in Houston, three or four different occasions. So it's like, come on, like it's okay, it's it's not okay that you're racist, but just fucking say you're sorry or be like. Or be realistic. Like, you know what? I bet out of, I don't know how many Kansas City fans there are on the planet. I guarantee you there's at least one that's racist loud enough to say something like ICE or mow my lawn. But, I mean, the mow my lawn chant just basically says, I'm a lazy fuck that doesn't know how to start a lawnmower. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why you were bragging about other people mowing our lawns anymore. It's kind of emasculating. So let's let's jump into the sporting KC game. Yeah, you didn't you didn't you didn't really watch it, huh? I mean, I saw the recaps, but I didn't watch it live. But from what I've seen, there wasn't much to be watching anyway. You know, it was uh, it was like a tale of two halves, which is the biggest thing that people said. It's the I watched that one. The first half, we okay. So let's go back a little bit further. The lineup, which is not in front of me, but I'm going to pull it up right now. The lineup was. A lineup that just looked like, oh, we're taking the regular season seriously. Oh, no. Will it not work? Son of a bitch. It was like what we had. We had um, what? It was, it was no strikers. Or... There was no strikers. That was the thing. No strikers were played in this. Thor and Sebastian were left home. And it won't, it won't pull up. Uh, that's so fucking weird. Why are we doing this? It's not pulling up the game. What is happening? All right. So this computer that I fixed, I still haven't fucking figured out apparently how my new web browsers work. So I don't know who the lineup was. Who fucking cares? They, we ran out of a lineup that was like not impressive and people were scared. So what, what did you think was going to happen? You know, it was midweek, no no strikers. If you saw no strikers in a lineup, like, what would your thought be, Kyle? Uh, that we're going to lose. I, I just don't understand, especially when you're in a tournament where it's win or go home, you're going to trot out a lineup like that where it's just like, oh, we're not going to score any points today, but it'll be fine. Like, what's, what, was the, what was the plan? Well, I mean, <clears throat> I know that Ferreira, he's either, he's either doing international duty or he's sick. It's one or the other. I don't know where Thor was. I guess being 21, he was too tired. He was overwhelmed. I, I have no idea where they were or why we didn't use any. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a first team lineup. But the Sebus thing apparently is carried over because he didn't even play this week. Fuck this stupid thing. This fucking, this new computer is making me. I'm going to break this bitch again. Fucking stupid thing. But yeah, the lineup was, oh, and you know who had a good lineup? There was three guys that I remember. Sam Junka was like the highest rated player on the pitch. Darwin Seren and Memo Rodriguez. I remember they, those three had pretty good games. So let's. Um, Memo seems, at least this season, he's the only one that's really game to game being considered. Like, at least there's effort from him. The rest of the squad, I can't say the same about. 
I mean, none of them, no effort from any of them. Let's talk about this. Cause I, I, I mean, you're going to tell me you don't think Fafa's worked hard this year. I think he's been wildly inconsistent. Well, that's the story of his life. That's, that's, that's Fabrice Jean Picot to a T. He's, uh, he is wildly inconsistent. And he's like, uh, do you have like a European club that you support? No. Again, I came in knowing I started soccer with a dynamo. I just bandwagon in. I, I watched the, cha- uh, the championship yesterday. But yeah, I don't, I don't care about if it ain't, if it ain't MLS, I don't give a shit. All right. Well, that must make life easy because now I, all I have to watch is MLS. <laughs> but, but yeah, dude, Fafa's, he's just one of those fast fucking guys that's not really good at scoring. But that's also supposed to be good at scoring. But because he's so fast, sometimes he gets himself in positions where it's so easy to score. He scores. That's Fafa. Yeah. That's Tyler Pasher, too. I mean, that, that, that goal from the other night was fucking tits. It was a very nice goal. It was beautiful. That was back when we loved the Dynamo. Yeah. Now everybody fucking hates him again. Now everybody fucking hates him again, man. But we're Houston fan. Houston's such a fair weather sports city anyway. Like, Dude, it's so bad. We it only care so if our team's doing good. Like when it, we beat, um, we went on the road and beat LA. They were, were like, oh my God, Steve Clark's a fucking God. Paulo Nagamora is a genius. He could be the next Pep Guardiola. Then we lose three nothing. It's like fire Nagamura. Fuck this whole team. Murder all of them and their children and sign new players. Like, we're not that good. Like, that's the thing that I want this fan base, the tens and tens of people listening. We're not good. Like, if you thought we were good, we're not. <clears throat> here's here's how I know. No. Here's one reason. Or you know what? You tell me. Why why are we not good, Kyle? Why do you agree? Because we're not. Uh, we're not good. We have no midfielders. Uh, pretty much everybody on our team is a below average uh, player. Uh, we still have the repercussions from, you know, Sam Jordan era. Wait, you mean Matt? Matt, Matt Jordan? Jordan. I don't know why I said Sam. Yeah. That's uh, okay. I mean, I, I feel like if his name was Sam Jordan, I would like him better. <laughs> but it's just, it just seems like we don't hear- have the roster that's built for winning. We have a roster that's built to – they could probably beat Dynados. They could be low, but they can't compete to any of the upper level squads. There's the fact that we're in seventh place and hurtling towards the bottom now. All right, let me ask you a question. Yeah. You, since you brought up Matt, aka Sam Jordan. All right, so you hate Matt Jordan, right? Everybody hates Matt Jordan. Okay, how do you feel about Pat Onstead? Oh man, I'm, I'm he's trying. Like I met him, I got to actually uh, ask him a couple questions. What two games ago? Two home games ago? He was doing Autograph Alley. I didn't, like. I thanked him. I was like, "Thank you for trying. Thank you for trying to get this team turned around." Like, plus you have the faith in him. Like, oh, I, we loved him as a player. He, he was a great goalie. Yeah. You have to just put your trust in him because I trusted him as a player. Why wouldn't I trust him as a GM? That being said, he's got base. a terrible roster that he's got to deal with. That being said, here's the question: Would you rather have sex with Matt Jordan once, or Pat Onstead twice? Like, and you're, uh, you're, you're catching buddy twice with, with Onstead, right? Twice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Come like, on. like what number would that have to go to to say no, like greater than five. Right. You thinking if I was uh, like probably. Pat Onstead, Pat Onstead six times, 
Pat Unsett has to rail you from behind while wearing his trousers and pop it out of his fly six times. Or that dirty fuck that ruined our club, Matt Jordan, is going to give it to you like a little bitch once. What would Preferably you rather do? neither. But... Yeah, I know. But dude, you don't have a choice in this world. You do not have it's a like, choice. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. It's, it's Pat all the way. I'm taking Pat all. I'm taking Pat all the way. Like, who knows? By the third time, I might. He's a, he's a handsome guy, man. What if he you talks? Know? What if he talks transfer while he's fucking? Like, if he's like, ah, oh, you know, and this week we're scouting this young left winger from ah oh, Cruz Azul. You know, like ah, oh, you get some insight. We could be the. We could be the. We could not be the Dynamo insider. We'd be the Dynamo inside us. There we go. Thanks to Pat. I said that was a really good gay joke. I feel like I fucking nailed that one. Oh. I thought that was quality. I thought that was good. I'm smiling. It's definitely better than my my joke about how Ted how Ted Siegel uh, decides which employees he's keeping. And that one, his Ted's cock is just one of those weather sticks. The wet the wet well, uh, that water witchers use. You ever seen those things? They're like these little. They're like a like a, like a tea bar. You ever seen the little sticks they use to find water, like in Australia? No. I have no idea what you're talking about. So there's these sticks that like when you walk over a water source, supposedly they're supposed to bend down. It's probably all made up, but who knows? So, but in the, yeah, I can't make the joke if you don't know what it is. And that's fine. It wasn't a good joke anyway. Wondering how many times I'd take it from Pat Onstad before finally caving and letting Matt Jordan hit it. though. That was a tough one. Yeah. All right. Oh, this is not good. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But now, oh man, oh nothing. So, bro, let's move on from KC. You watched the RSL match. Oh yeah, we. I was at the watch party last night. We went to Eureka Heights. Take us through that. Take us through the watch party. I was good. It was actually my first time at Eureka Heights, so it was pretty good. They had taco truck. Uh, Surge members got a dollar off their beer, so you know. So are you in? Book. Are you in the surge? Oh yeah, it's my first season being a surge member. So I've had season tickets for nine years. It's the first one with the surge, and it, I was telling uh, Sergio yesterday, it's like it's the best season I've had. Like the surge is a fucking blast. If you're not in the surge, you should fucking be in the surge. Like spend that money, folks. It's worth it. It's worth it. And it's not even a lot. It's like no, like I got the silver tiers, seventy five bucks. Yeah, I got jersey, I got cups, scarves, all kinds of stuff, and just like. Good homies, good times. Yeah, those are our peaceful boys. Those are the friendly supporters. Yeah. <clears throat> They're the nice ones. Yes, we're not. Those the are the Italian supporters of the army. Yeah, those are the supporters that you take home to mom. Yeah, the supporters that you know. Uh, supporters that you just fuck. They're up there too. So, man, go. So you went up there. What beer did you have? What was your? Uh, what beer would you recommend from Eureka Heights? I mean, I feel like I got to talk about the Citrus Surge because the Surge have their own specific beer from Eureka Heights. It's pretty good. Uh, but I was drinking uh, a lot of Space Train last night. That's what I was drinking on. Space Train. Hmm. 
what did I drink last night? Oh my God. I bought this. You know, how Kroger has that like create your own six pack. Yeah, for sure. So shout out Kroger. Um, so I've created my own six pack. And when I did it, I was already like pretty buzzed. We, we spent all day smoking weed and drinking beer. So when I got over there, I, I was like, Oh, this one sounds like it'd be interesting. Texas mimosa. Mimosa flavored beer is the most disgusting thing I've ever put in my mouth. And I've had like mango michelada. That was gross too. It was a fucking bleh, waste of a beer. But yeah, drank a bunch yesterday. And because of that, woke up at 2.47 in the morning. Not even at my house. Like I was at my girlfriend's house all weekend. So waking up at somebody's house that you don't, you don't know where everything is and it's pitch ass black. That's an experience. But you're on. You're married, so you always know like where things are when you sleep, huh? What's that like? Hopefully, uh, it's great. You know, you know, waking up in the same house every day, same bed. It's good. I've done the uh, done the divorce thing twice. That's always interesting. I believe that. I don't. Yeah. I don't know much about you, but what I do know about you, I, I definitely believe that. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> two divorces, man. Um, I don't know. I I feel like some. I feel like it might be me. At this point, like at the first divorce, I was like, fuck you. I almost guarantee it's you. I'm pretty sure it's at least 50% me. If not, it's more. It's more. Like in, in yeah, it's, it's always more. It's always our fault more anyway. It doesn't matter. It really is. Cause there are everybody's like, happy wife, happy life. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that shit. It's like, well, well, there's I, your first mistake, man. That, yeah. That's now true. you're divorced. Now you're, and you're going to give her money for a while and you're not going to like it. And she's going to have nice shit and you're not. And you're going to be bitter about it. And one day you're going to have a middling podcast that you're going to talk about it on. <laughs> and all and the, that'll show her the seven other single dads that are listening are like, fuck. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I think sometimes it makes me come off as like anti-women and it's not what it is. I'm anti the law in Texas. I'm anti. I'm not anti-women. I'm just, I'm just anti that cunt ex-wife. I'm anti those two for sure. For sure. Actually, I would no longer classify my ex-wife as a cunt. I would not. I would, I would reclassify her as just a woman that I used to sleep with that I won't do that with anymore. And who I will occasionally. I mean, I talk to her more than most people on the planet. She's like one of my top five contacts, which is fucking sad. Now, my ex-girlfriend, she is firmly, firmly cemented in the still a cunt category. Like hundred percent. So I've got a few of those. I used to date a few of those back in the day. Ah, uh, she's just mad all the time, and it's never. It's always somebody else's fault. It's like, yo, it's not my fault. You crashed your car. You did that. No personal responsibility. What's yeah. that? I, I wasn't. I saw. I wasn't on my phone. How did you not see what color the light was? I don't know. Fucking. She got in a car accident once, and somehow the light magically. She didn't see, but it was definitely the color it needed to be. That was her story. And I was like, you might want to change that. That doesn't sound believable. Like, I didn't see what color it was, but it, it was definitely that one, like, for sure. Like, it sounds like you're making shit up. What's weird is she also failed up. They had a drug tester because she drove for her job, and she, she popped. It was an accidental, like, failure for, like, amphetamines, which was fucking hilarious. Because she was, they're like, you just failed your drug test and she flipped out but i mean she got fired from the company eventually because like i said that cunt status firmly cemented so we both watched last night's game 
Uh, yes. <laughs> we both did. What did you think? <sighs> what Fuck a segue. It. It's all <laughs> yo, it's it's all Steve Clark's fault. Like we can all agree. Yeah, it's a stupid baby. Actually, you know what? It's not. I'm gonna make people mad right here. No, it's fucking. That's great. just jokes. It's, Congrats to him and his family. I'm sure. I hope your baby's beautiful, happy, and healthy. No, it's, but it's, we could we could have used an actual goalie last night. We definitely could have, bro. Here's the thing: it is not Steve Clark's fault. It's Greg Abbott's because Greg Abbott is the one that made this a pro-life state. If the pro-life laws were still around, who knows? Last night, maybe Michael Nelson doesn't play the game. Who knows? But Greg Abbott, this shit is on you. Yeah. Greg Abbott's catching a lot of heat this week for some reason. You know? Yeah, he's and Greg Abbott right now when he listens is like, who is this fucking Steve Clark? What did I do to him? Yeah, man, Michael Nelson once again showed he's not it. Do you remember when Kiki, uh, Kiki, fucking Marco Marich was sucking all the dicks in goal and people were like, Nelson's the answer. Do you remember that? Yes. And Nelson is not the answer or anything. Like, I wish we could get the ghost of Tally Hall back or... Joe Willis. Yeah. Anybody. Just like, I like, I really like Clark. Like, when I watch the game, especially shout out to the surge, we're right there behind the goal. Uh, You can really tell he's directing traffic. Like, he's talking to his defense. And I just don't see that with their backup. Like, it's, I mean, which is probably why he's a backup goalie. You just have to, I don't know. He just doesn't have it. He doesn't have the intensity that you need, especially on an away game against a team that's, but they're pretty much undefeated at home, right? They're good. Yeah. Like they're 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 good, man. They look to be like in that tier of MLS where they're in the good category. Which right now, Austin, who just got fucked up today, they're they're in that category. So, that so happy points too. That. Yeah, but you're starting to see the real Austin now. You know, they had those two little games at home where they, kudos to them, they fucking blew out Miami and who was it, Cincinnati. At home, I think so. Yeah, which who are two of the worst teams ever in MLS? They're both worse than we were last year. So beating them is not a big deal, but you're going to start to see them start to slide back into I think where we are, and it, it goes back to us. We're not good. Like people think. Look, what the goal this year was playoffs. Playoffs is seventh. What place are we in? Seventh. We're in seventh. So according to fucking Pat Onstad and Ted Siegel. Bro, we're good. Like we're exactly we're exactly where we need to be when Herrera comes in. It's scary. Though, it's right? not, that's what we, we uh, I forget who I was talking to last night. But that's what we have to do. As long as we can just be a middle of the road team when Hector gets here, we just have to hope and pray he's our savior. Yes, and not hey. just an average thirty-year-old something player. You know. Yes, I need you to talk about Hector Herrera and how how he's going to change the face of this club for about thirty seconds while I fill my water. I mean, I don't know how he's 30 seconds begins now. (laughs) I don't know how he's going to change anything around team. I mean, it'll get butts in the seats in the stadium. And if you have more fans at the stadium, there's more support for the team and it gets the team more hyped. I mean, I'm hoping he is the Hector Herrera we've seen. Herrera, Herrera. I hope he can hold down the midfield, but I don't, I just don't. I'm not going to know until I see it. I've been burned too many times to just be like, this is going to fix all our problems when we don't know if it's going to fix our problems. But it's not like our midfield can get any worse. It's not like our stadium can get any more empty. So I'm all I about mean, it. It could. It could. I think it could always be worse, man, especially if we're in seventh. But, yeah, the empty I mean, stadium, it kind of bothers me. 
especially like thinking back how it used to be. Like when I first started seeing tickets, the place was packed. It was always packed. I've seen that stadium full, and now you go. I mean, I get it. People aren't going to pay money to see a bad team, but it's just sad. It makes this, especially like on TV, it just makes us look like such a fair weather city, which we are. Yes, but, we are. Yes, we are. I mean, they did, someone did, like I'm just obsessed with games. Like game day Dynamo is what I'm about. When I it's just watching the stadium empty year after year, it's rough, man. And they have like, like the you know like the on the walls of the stadium they have like the five plus year membership. You know the three year membership. Half I see names on that five year membership of people that haven't had season tickets in three or four seasons. Like it's not that is not a current list by any means. I think they might lie about the attendance numbers just a little bit. Like somehow they're like, well, we sold this many. Well, see, uh, how many I, did you give away too? Because giveaways count as. You know, I don't think gift. I've seen. I don't think I've been to a game this season with over, like, three thousand people. No, come on. Maybe well, the opener. The open cup was nobody's there for that. Which even when we won it, nobody showed up. Nope. <laughs> like we won, we won a major trophy, and like forty people were there. I mean, the seats were great because you could sit wherever. Yeah, that, that bothers me more. Like, I, I get that we're fair weather, but what's happened now is... Like, we're Texas. We're a, we're a soccer city, quote-unquote. We have a huge Hispanic population, but we can't put butts in a seat for professional soccer. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Well, that's because the Americans here, like, they watch regular football, and the Hispanics here have a club in Mexico. There's that's nobody... True. I think this is my opinion and I don't fucking really know anything about anything. So, I mean, take it for what it's worth, which is fucking nothing, but uh, yeah, they support somebody else. So you're appealing to Americans and I guess confused Hispanics. Yeah. Right. Like, cause you're not, you're not going to people with nothing better to watch. Like, Oh, like, what I, moves, not I guess we'll go to the dynamo game. What, what, mo- what steps are we taking to really expose like inner city black kids to soccer? Like, are, are we taking a ball down to the third ward? Like, nobody's doing that. Like, I know it's dangerous. I'm just hoping, like, why this I'm football, not doing it. Football in America is falling off. Like, like with CTE and all this stuff, a lot of parents aren't putting their kids in football anymore. So I'm hoping over the next 10, 20 years, soccer is going to get the big boost it needs, kind of like basketball did. I'm, yeah. Because, I mean, MLS is still more popular than hockey. Yes, it is. Not by it much. Planted hockey. So I hope the I hope the Rangers win tonight. They keep fucking around. They've probably already been eliminated. I'm a Stars fan, so I don't want to talk about this year's playoffs anymore. I don't know. I didn't really follow anybody but New York. I know they keep having to come from behind. Come from behind. It's just something hey. I didn't do this weekend. I always do it while I'm on top, but this one apparently. Uh, oh yeah, I fucked standing up for the first time in my life. That was fun. Oh yeah, what was, what was his name? Uh, I'm not going to say your name on here. I've never said my girlfriend's name. I saw that was cute though. Uh, ooh, if I had to pick, if I had to pick him, I'd pick one of the guys from Reddit that hates my show. I would. There's a lot. There's a lot of people that hate your show. Well, I mean, I that also show. Houston fans. <laughs> but here you are because you're at war with Rob, and this is just a dirty step that had to be taken. Sure. Yeah, you gotta, dude. If you, if you went to war with Rob, like if your three hundred followers lined up against Rob, six thousand, it'd be like fucking Custer's last stand to Little Bighorn, dude. That's what it would look like. He would just fucking get be murdered, and they all would, and everybody video logs it, like as they fight. Oh, it'd be great. 
that would be fucking I'm pretty harmless. sure half my 300 probably follow Rob too. <laughs> Yo, could, could you imagine cutting up that type of video footage? Yeah, just like a couple thousand people fighting to the death. Be fun. Yes. Yeah. 6,000 and I think whatever it is, eight versus 350. It's like the fucking Spartans movie that everybody's like, I don't want to see this one. What's this one about? It's about some video loggers going to war with some other video loggers. I didn't know what a video log was until I started a fucking podcast, dude. You know that? I did not. That's wild. Yeah. I've tried to have a podcast. I've tried. I've made two episodes, and there's got like six views between two episodes. What was the? So I know. I'm sorry. It was. It was very creatively called Kyle's Vlog, the podcast. Okay, so you had a po- you had a podcast about videos. Kind of. So yeah. you talked about. I just. Shit. I just. I just start like my Twitch channel is called Kyle's Vlog, even though it's not vlogging. Like I just keep everything the same. I try to. Yeah, like that. So, like a podcast about vlogging. I don't know. It's just kind of like an oxymoron no, to me. No, no, no. It was just about me Other and how amazing I am. You know. So that's why it only took two episodes, huh? Yeah, exactly. That's fucking sad. Like you couldn't at least do like a mini series, like a four part. Shit. Yeah. Plus, it was twenty twenty. I had nothing better to do. Yes, yeah, you did. Everybody was home. You like you had everything better to do. That's why I thought it was a good idea. I started mine. Oh God, Jan- January of twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Last so, season. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Man, starting it up like and getting it off the ground. It's it's a lot of work. I mean, it's it's taking me my vlog alone just on YouTube. It's taking me four years to get to uh, three hundred people. Like, and there's so Rob just, just fucking Rob's just pimping it six thousand. You know. Yeah, I think today I hit 800 on Twitter. Let's I saw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you posted. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. Look at that. Yeah, I've become like a follower whore. Like it's really starting to take off. And I guess this is. Yeah, I just don't care. Like that's my big thing. Like when I started my vlog, it was just like I'm a photographer for for a living. So I was just like, I was trying to learn how to do video edits. It's just a hobby. Like I could care less if people watch. Like when people like for the last home game, like I got stopped two times by people saying like, "Hey, man, I watch your vlogs," and it just blows my mind because. To me, I know when nobody's watching. It just kind of blows my mind. I always like when I record, I always in my mind see like the hundreds and hundreds of listeners. Like that's who I see. I imagine tens like of us. tens and tens. Tens and tens. I love when like opposing supporters will always they always do that. You've got a small little podcast, and it's like that's adorable. You have 17 followers, and you've been here since 2012. Why are you talking? I don't want to listen to you. I love Twitter because Twitter. Like- so I had stayed away from Twitter for years. So I'm on my third Twitter account now. I stayed away for so long, and then the surge got me back in. Man, Twitter feels like. Do you remember that toxic period of Facebook where Trump was like fucking splitting families apart with his rhetoric? Yeah. Like Twitter, it seems like it's it's getting there. It's getting close. It's been there, buddy. It's been there. I, oh man. I, I don't know if anything can top social media from 2016 to, I guess, whenever they fucking invaded the Capitol, January of 2021. I don't think anybody can top that, but dude, it's Twitter's trying. Twitter's trying. And it's so, there's some fucking, dude, somebody posted something the other day. It was like, um, hashtag this for a follow. What the hashtag was like an inappropriate racial slur. And I was like, what's happening here? Like the Proud Boys are recruiting. What's going on here? 
I just don't you're here for, you're here for color commentary. You have you have to bring it. You have to bring it if you're here for the color. I just commentary. try to avoid as much Twitter drama as anything. Like the fact that I've been ranting on Twitter for the last two months, like it blows my mind. I I would gone away for like four or five years, like barely tweeting anything, and now it's just like I'll just start arguing with the Austin fan. You know, like come find me. <laughs> you see, keep our warriors, man. We come in all shapes and sizes. That's that's fucking good to hear though, because I'm glad like that some other people do go out there and talk shit. Because this week it was it's Real Salt Lake, and I was like, I could I could fire them up, but it it would have had to have been a religious joke and dealing with Mormons because you know Salt Lake, Utah. So I said last night the joke didn't go over well. I was like, that's why the stadium is full. It's like three families there. There's Mormons. They have so many kids. <laughs> that's why they fill all oh, the seats. That's a good one. Damn it. Yeah, polygamy was up there. Polygamy. You know, okay, true story. My first wife was Mormon. People in her family that I met were actually po- polygamous. Like my, first, my first three wives were Mormon. My first three <laughs> wives. I and when they weren't around, I had me some goats. That's like the old what is it? Why do you tuck the jeans into the boots so the goats can't get away? That's an AM joke. My Aggie fans listening. I don't think Aggies watch soccer. I don't think do. most people watch soccer. That's the problem. Be nice if it'd be nice if they did, though. Oh man, I did that thing where I forget what I was going to say. Son of a bitch! You got to stop smoking so much. Nah, that's all I'm going to do now. Like that's that's. I have nothing to do now till August. I have like a couple of days of work. I have to go do things, dude. It's this this. Okay, look. You already told me as well. So Kyle's mom, Kyle, Kyle's man is a teacher as well and she said this year the kids were the worst ever and i can fucking back that up like i've taught in worse schools i taught at a, i taught at a school where a girl pulled a train in the locker room and at the same school a girl sucked two dicks in a classroom in a fucking classroom not mine in a classroom so i've worked at, like i've worked at bad schools i've worked at schools where the kids had tattoos because their parents needed to practice but That's yeah, wild. yeah. So yeah, you know what's crazy is you can be arrested for fucking getting a Plan B pill, but you can get your fucking twelve year old's fat ass neck tattoo and nothing happens. Like, okay, where's the logic in there? But yeah, dude, this year they fucking sucked. They they were they sucked. They just and it, it was the ones that sucked. They sucked. So this was bad. the first full year back after COVID and everything, though, right? Oh yeah, this was this group was yeah. feral as could be. So, but I mean, the good thing is it, it truly decreased class sizes, at least in districts where people can afford it, like mine, because now I teach in a good one. People that could afford to pull their kids out, they have. So the classes are actually smaller. So that's a silver lining. But the ones that came back, like they spent like two years, like Lord of the Fly shit, running around at home, fighting over Fruit Loops with their fucking siblings, like not knowing when their next meal would be. They're wild as fuck. And they just, they were exhausting. Like the last two weeks of work, I didn't stay the whole day once. I snuck out every fucking day for two weeks. And I was so over it. In my head, I was like, when that bitch, when that bitch asked me where I've been going, I'm going to tell her like, I can't do it. Can't do it anymore. I need a break. If you're that done, think about the kids too. Oh, fuck them. We're not talking about the kids. We're talking about the adults. The kids, dude, they fucking, yo, I'm going to tell you right now. 
the, the kids where I was at, they made this school their bitch this year. We had kids high as fuck in the class. And like I could tell. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, man, what's up today? And all the kids are laughing and they can't prove it. They can't prove he's high as fuck because you, you can't. All he has to say is no. But I'm talking like stoned and kudos to him. He tried to pull it off. One day he just caved and like he was just munching the fuck out just like a bag of Fritos and a bag of Doritos and a bag of cookies. And I was like, bro, what are you doing? Slow down. It's like, you're, it's like, it's so obvious, but there's nothing we can do. But dude, they just want me the fuck out this year. So this, this is me practicing for retirement these next two months. So let me do it. I'm actually going to go to the gym tomorrow. I have to start going back to the gym. It's um, I don't know. Like I want, I'm, I'm, I'm fine right now. Like I'm, I like how I look. The problem is, I'm. I'm also, Everybody else hates how you look, though. That's probably really, oh my god. Well, the one person that I give a fuck, but dangerous. the one person who I'm supposed to care if she, who, who like likes how I look, looks really good, like in a bathing suit. So, I don't want to. Pe- I want people to look at us and be like, "Oh, that makes sense," instead of like, "Oh, he must be rich," or "Oh, he must have a huge cock," because don't. Look, none of those are true. Like, I, I don't want to be like, like I'm like a six or a seven. And I, I got a three or a four, but sure. Uh, she was, she's like, she's probably like a nine or a 10. Like that's legit. And I'm like, I got to stay within touching distance to make it believable. I need to get a tan. That's for sure. And I need to trim down this body hair. It is. It's getting long. It's uh, black. Viking, Vikings are in this season, you know? Well, dude, yeah. We're going to a Viking festival in like two weekends. And we, we were watching something about the we – we haven't talked about soccer in about half an hour. It's fine. Uh, we, were, we were watching a Viking show last night, and she was getting all excited. They were doing some weird shit in the show. They were doing like weird chanting and dancing, and she was like, that's what Viking Fest is like. I can't wait. And I looked at her, and I was like, hey, that's a little much for me. Like I will put on. Uh, the, that's where you draw the line. I was that's like, that's too much for you. Guys. I was like, that's a little much. Like, I'm I'm not gonna be okay with a dude wearing a wolf's head, shaking a stick at me and like chanting incantations my way. That's not gonna fly. I mean, I've dressed up. Like, I got an outfit, dude. I, I got things that I wear with her. I mean, it's not fair. She just wears like a leather top and like a leather wrap around her her hoo ha, and she's like, let's go. And I'm like, well, hold on. I got to tie all this shit because when you dress up in these, these 1200 ish costumes, there's no belts. Everything's fucking string and it's big. It's huge. It's massive. All right. So. So. Do you know what made me super proud about our team during the RSL game? Uh, I can't think of anything. I could hear the band. I could hear the Dynamo band on TV. That was the positive. That was the one positive from the match. I could hear El Batallon on television. The thing that bothered me the most about the game, though, was the jerseys. Like, the other team's wearing white and orange, and we're wearing blue. It just didn't make any sense to me. Like, I, I don't think we should ever wear those fucking jerseys again. Like, if we do, just wear the white and orange. Like, they're a blue team wearing orange, and we're a... Orange team wearing blue. Like, I don't know what the fuck MLS is thinking. 
Oh, once I, I got you drunk, like I was, that. you know, I, we were at the Eureka Heights. Like after I had a couple in me, like I find myself watching. Like oh, it was a nice pass. Oh wait, we're not the orange team tonight. Never mind, you know. So you're mad because you got drunk and couldn't keep track of who was who. Yeah. Okay, so that's totally fuck. That's a total valid argument to give to the commissioner of MLS. But like, look, yeah, dude, it's his fault, man. I had a couple Co- beers. Color in code these I teams. I couldn't tell. Color teams code these teams. Don Garber looks at me. He goes, "Fair weather, Houston fans come to the matches more often." Be like, I do. Yeah, I, I thought they looked. I didn't like them at all. They looked bad. Like, where's the Bayou Black? That's our good road kit. We win in that kit. What's do you even know the name of this? That blue, shitty, weird looking thing, blue and red. Is that what the colors are? Yeah, it was, it's the I know they're made of like ocean plastics. It's for the ocean. Well, can the ocean not produce a different color? Uh, I don't know. Can we not plastics? But I know they're selling the jerseys for a fundraiser for Valdi too. Ah, oh, man. So that's weird. I, I just noticed an article on the side about that. Fuck, I don't want to talk about that. I, so sad, especially as a teacher. Like, you gotta. You know, I, I posted on Twitter, like, I, I'm tired. I really am, like, tired of waiting in classrooms. I wish they would give teachers some option to fight back, like, just something. Because even if we don't do it, could you imagine, like, a bunch of pissed off teachers going out with rubber bullets and fucking, like, pepper spray and pipes? Like looking for a little punk ass kid with a fucking gun, that'd be fucking terrifying. Because some of these teachers don't give a fuck and are looking for any reason to beat kids with a pipe at this point. But yeah, it's it's it sucks. And I really am. I'm just tired of like, okay, guys, today we're gonna practice fucking dying scared in the dark. Like and what I don't understand is we do there you go. You see what you did? You switched to a sensitive got topic. You, got your ranting again. Uh the fucking shooters are watching too. They're watching. They every time we do one of these drills, we're just telling them how to kill more people. Like seriously, we should do the drills, and the kids should have no idea what's going to happen. Just the adults. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And you don't need to practice. You really don't need to practice it. But yeah. All right, kids. So when you got to get murdered, this is what you're going to do. Like, it's just traumatizing for the kids. It's so sad. Like that's the world we live in, man. Anyway, oh my god, let's next subject. Yeah, let's talk about 21 dead people. But what uh, we just need to stop saying the pieces of shit's names that do it. Like, I don't care. Like, I read an article from the Daily Mail, which is a bullshit fucking newspaper in England. It's garbage. It's like, like the, uh, the mirror or whatever we have here. I read an article and it was like, Uvalde shooter was bullied for his clothes. And it's like, not by a bunch of fucking nine year olds, he wasn't. And I don't know about you, but. Murdering 21 people versus insulting someone over their clothes. It seems to be a little bit of a fucking imbalance. Like it's not quite the same. Right. But we need to stop with that. They were bullied. Just be like this piece of shit. That's it. I don't give a fuck about yeah, anything you can't, in his you life. Don't, don't make excuses for these people. Like there's no reason period to do, do that period ever. Like that. You know what the fucking fallout should be? Here's a good punishment. If you do one of these, we are we fucking kill your entire family. Anybody related no, to no fire with fire is not gonna help nothing. But no, but that would be a deterrent because especially when the people it. are popping their grandma before they go and do it. Well, that's just one. And maybe do he you, had an aunt. Do you promise? It's like you're gonna get killers, like you promise you will. Like, yeah, but maybe he had an aunt that he liked, and that would he'd be like, you know what? Now I don't want to. Yeah. 
I don't want Aunt Aunt, Aunt Florence to to get to have the the bear the weight of my my decisions. I think we just stop talking. Like as soon as it happens, don't talk about their family. Don't talk about anything. Just this murderer, and that's it. And be done with it. And then everybody can fight about guns and stuff. Everybody can argue about should we have AR-15s or not. So I like Rio Tinto. No, Tintos. we should not. I don't. I don't think we need them. I mean, I don't. And I, it's okay. It's okay to talk politics here. There's not many far right people that listen. There's a couple. Hi, Chris. Um, but yeah, like I don't think we do. And I was in the military, man. So, and my military buddies, they they like some of them, dude. With the military folks, you're either you went left or you went right. Like it's there's no yeah. gray area. A lot of them are to the right. So I made the comment once. I was like, you know, guys, veterans are involved in more suicides and violent crimes. So you could even make the arguments that veterans shouldn't be allowed to have guns more than regular people. And they got so fucking mad. They lost their shit. And they're like, you're a fucking communist. I'm like, no, I'm not. All I said was you could argue based on data and facts that we are more dangerous than regular people. That's all I'm saying. Like, and that's, I guess, true. But so I like Rio Tinto Stadium. I was very, uh, did you get a look at it from the videos and the pictures when we played over there? Yeah, it looked pretty cool. It's a cute little stadium. That little, uh, it's got like that wavy cover that it's like a white, I don't know how to describe it. It looks like something we should have done here to help with the sun, but we didn't because they're from Utah and because they're Mormons, they always help one another. That's a good stereotype, by the way. They're the most helpful people. Have you ever met a Mormon? Kyle? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I grew up across the street with a family with 11 kids. I mean, they could have just been Catholic. No. I'm no, sure no. they were Mormon. Positive. Yeah. They are, they are a helpful group. They are a helpful people. Some of the nice people I've ever met. They're so nice. Even when like the poor little boys on their bicycles are like, yo, bro, I don't believe in all that stuff. Are you sure? I'd like to tell you about this book. Have you ever seen the fucking Book of Mormon musical? Yeah, I have actually. Oh, dude, I saw that and I was laughing hysterically. I love how those guys, they go after just anybody. I think they got finally are done, aren't they? South Park? Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about them ending. I've heard the rumor that they're they're ending. So... If yeah. South if South Park comes and goes and Simpsons is still on, that's just gonna blow my mind. Dude, I watch The Simpsons with my like four year old daughter. Well, she's five now, but we watch The Simpsons together, and she fucking loves it. At least is her favorite. I don't know if that makes me a bad parent or not. No, I mean, Sometimes. she was like, she was like, I want to be uh, Patty or Selma, Daddy. Then you're a bad parent. Oh my god. Dude, we had a friend growing up. His mom reminded me of Patty and Selma. She talked like that from all the cigarettes, man. She also was the one parent that used to buy us cigarettes and beer. So we were kind of over, we were willing to overlook the, uh, the raspy ass voice. So, man, look, we're not good. We, we, we agree about that. Like, we're, we're not very good as a team. No, we're not. 
Um, we could talk a lot about the RSL match, but what, what Kyle, what, what were your thoughts overall with the match? Uh, I think we just give up. Every time we get behind, it seems, especially on the road, I feel like we just give up. Like the, the Bobby Wood goal, 29 minutes in, that was fine. I mean, that was a good goal, good shot. It is what it is. But there, the other two were just lazy defense. And there was just after that, because that, like I was talking about earlier, that one memo strike, that was the only actual like, good shot we had on goal all night. I just don't get what our game plan is. If it's not scoring and it's not going to be defense, then what, what are we doing? Yeah, the, the score line I found a bit offensive, like 3 nothing. We couldn't have done a better job than 3 nothing. That really stuck out to me. And, and man, they had, they had a lot of good chances before that first goal. Like, did you feel it coming? Like, could you feel that these guys are going to score first based upon just how or- – and they looked organized. We looked – Early on? I mean, I thought we looked pretty good at the beginning of the game. It's the second that first goal goes in, it's like a flip switch, and it's like we're, we're a bad team again. Yeah. I mean, you know, you said, like, we don't do defense. I, I'm beginning to wonder if in practice defense is all that we do. Because when we get into the final third, we don't really look like we know what we're doing. And I know that we do because they're professional athletes and they train, but like the other team looks like they know what they're doing more. I guess that's a fair way to say it. But who is your, if you had to pick, if you had to pick your, your defender of the match, who would you pick? They're all bad. Right, Lundquist. Well, Adam, all Mr. Reliable. I mean, yeah, he's the only one that seems he's the only reliable. I mean, he shows up every game. I mean, he may he's not like a world shaker or anything, but yeah, you know, he he put in the third best shift statistically. They have Hadebe as a six seven and Lundy as a six five, but it's yeah, he's right there. But yeah, we just we all. Teenage like, always teenage shows when he's like when when he actually gets to play and doesn't have a bunch of yellow cards and not playing, he's good. Well, Coco is going to be out now, he got another yellow yeah. card, so he's going to miss a game. We just can't who, keep playing, like we keep getting people out because of yellows, or we just we have 10 people playing the game. It's just it's rough. Well, that yellow card on season has been yellow bullshit. card city. Well, yeah, and red, for sure. Yeah, and like Avila's yellow card. I don't know how like, that. Yeah, he got shoved into it. Like I don't. I still don't understand what was going on there. And look, here's here's another thing. Going back to the we're not good yet thing, we're still starting Beto Avila, and I know we were excited about him, but he came from Austin Bold, so he was a USL player that we picked up. So he was he's basically Tyler Pasher. He's our Tyler Pasher of this year. So I think we need to chill out on Avila. Yeah, man, that was. And then people come back and they're like, the refs, they're always fucking Houston. I think they do a pretty fair job of fucking most people, but I do feel like we get some shitty calls more often than not, like questionable ones, right? Like the goal versus Dallas. Teenage's second yellow. Um, that red on Lundquist could go either way, but there's been a lot of involvement yeah. with just questionable calls going against us. Like it feels like more than normal. And especially when it's, I mean, as a, we're as mediocre as a team we are, it stacks up. It matters. If we're already, you know, fielding a roster that's below average players and then our decent players are getting kicked out of the game, we're in trouble. We're going to lose those games. Yeah. And 
we're just we're just not there yet. And like I, like I was saying, you look at the guys that were still running out, and we are running out an MLS rookie in Olferson, a USL star in Avila, and then you know Memo, who spent nine years now, nine years with the Dynamo first team. That's fucking huge. You know, and Corey Baird and guys like that, but like we're just we're not there yet. And then not having Ferreira. Quintero not being, you know, starting. It's just, it is what it is, man. We're not there yet. And we... But we will be. But we got to believe. You know Hector what it Herrera felt going like? to fix everything. We're going to win the cup. Or, well, fuck. I just want to make the playoffs. I would, I would like to go and win a playoff game. As I don't think it'll happen. I, I would like to go to in. a playoff game. Just wanna, go to one. Yeah, I want to get in. I want to get in the playoffs. That's that's all we need to do this year because then we can say, okay, now we want to be not a team that's fighting to get in, but a team that's going to be in, and now we want to fight for a home game. You know, Now we want to be a high seed to get a home match. That's that's what I hope we go. But you know what? The game, it reminded me a lot of uh, of Austin because we were giving up the wide areas where they were hitting those diagonal balls to the backs. And they were crossing it in. That's what Austin was doing to us. The thing is, Salt Lake looked better than Austin, like far and away. It'll be okay. You just gotta believe. We'll just we're gonna leave it. And we're gonna happen. have to. We're gonna have to develop a prompt system, right? Like a keyword, where so you know it's time for you to say something when I'm done. What should our keyword be? Bananas. Bananas. Yeah. We could do that. Bananas. Well, man, you got anything else about the game? Uh, we'll do better next one. Can't get any worse, right? I mean, what, we're going to lose 4-0 uh, next game? Who do we play next? I don't even know. I know we have, we, we have a, some time off. Yes, we do. We have quite a bit of time off. Uh, let's see. Who do we play next? Isn't the next one like June 11th or something? That's what I'm looking at right now. Can't foot mobs like club. Oh no, that's found. the that's a charity cup game. I don't think it's actual. Yeah, that'll be like nobody that goes to that one. Yeah. What's the charity? I'm not sure. I just know that the season ticket holders get free tickets to it. I know it's the yeah, same that's... day as it's the same day as the Dynados game. So gotta oh, it's Orlando. Games. We got to go play in Orlando yeah. on June 19th. That's a real game, yeah. June 19th. And we won't have Coco because he got a fucking another yellow card. Dude, I'm beginning to wonder if he doesn't change the way he plays, like he's going to miss a lot of time. And is he just not good? Is that why he fucking defends that way? Like, is that why you need Coco's? Like, Coco's. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that goes back to fielding below average players. If they're getting burned, they're going to move on to fouls to try to stop the guy. If you're getting beat, sometimes that's the only way to slow him down. But it's coming back to bite us. Yeah, I was doing that last year with Ramos too. But yeah, the uh, the announcers, we had the uh, I had the ESPN feed here, so they kept commenting like you can tell the Dynamo player had malicious intent, and I was like, you fucking fairy little no, twats, you can tell out. He, got, he got beat and didn't want to get beat harder, so he tackled the guy. That's not yeah, malicious were, intent. They were very hard on our boys, but whatever. I mean, we are an easy team to hate, though. Like it's easy to hate on the Dynamo. I don't know why people hate us. Because we were good. We had a good run. And then we've been terrible for like 
eight years straight now. Nine are we are we like the Dallas Cowboys of MLS? Is that what Bro, we are? are? We talking about Dallas Cowboys are the greatest team of all time. What do you think? Uh, you talk bad about the this ain't gonna work out. I mean, I'm not a Cowboys fan. It ain't like, gonna work I, out. I hate. Let's see. I hate I the Patriots first. Oh yeah, I hate the Patriots first. Yeah, Patriots over everybody. Patriots are number one. Cowboys number two. Eagles number three. See, I agree with that. I hate the Eagles. I hate the Eagles. I hate the Eagles. I hate the Giants. I hate the what are they? The Commanders. I almost said Redskins. Commanders. Generals. Generals. That's what it is. That's USF. Oh, the Braves. Yeah, the Commanders? Braves became the Commanders, right? That's what it was. No, no, no. The Braves are still the Braves. The Indians became Indians. The Guardians. Guardians. And the Redskins became the Commanders. Yeah. So, like, yo, we just totally, they're like, you know what, then? They took any link to Native Americans. They're like, fucking the, gen- the Guardians, the Commanders, which are not words they use in Native American population. Why didn't you make it like something that was like paying homage to Natives? Now they got nothing at all. Oh, except for the Braves, which I went, that one will change. I bet it will. So now we've gone on to a political talk. About, you know, Here we go. Native Americans. There's the genocide more, we don't more, talk about more enough. stunning soccer talk on the soccer talk podcast, you know. Native American genocide is one we need to But anyway, yeah, more. Dallas Cowboys, greatest team in the world, period. Uh, well, I agree to disagree on that one. I mean, I'm a Jets fan. We, we suck, but I'm, I'm not like. I'm not over here like we're the best. The Cowboys haven't done anything in like 30 years. It's okay because I'm 35 years old and when I was five, they did. It was the first team. Like people talk about the like Cowboys live in the past. Yeah, well, the te- the very first team I ever watched in football won three championships in four years. Like it doesn't go away. It doesn't matter what you say. And Cowboys till I die. I used to have Texan season tickets too. And that it's terrible. I'm never spending money on Texans again. So, yeah, I think the Dynamo, we are kind of like the Cowboys of MLS then. We won a whole bunch of shit early on, and we haven't done anything in a while. We, we always talk about, we point to those trophies. The Open Cup trophy's new enough, though. That one's got a little shine on it still. A little bit. All right, man. So I guess we'll get, we're going to look and see how the episode does and how long they listened for. So, hey, if you guys made it this far, you are, you are helping You're to keep Kyle around. masochist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, like, share, rate, subscribe, review. That helps because believe it or not, opposing fans do downgrade our shows. Austin does it to me. Fuck them. I don't care though. I don't give a shit about ratings. Somebody was like, Your ratings. And I was like, bitch, I can see my episode listens. That's what I that's what matters. I don't give a fuck about my ratings. But do it. Don't downrate people that are nice. Like if you're down, if anybody that downrated Rob, like you're just a dickhead. For that sure. Guy, that guy gave Kyle you a can, ride you can, home. You can you can you can downvote me, you know. You can download this podcast, but not Rob. <laughs> he gave uh, not actual good people. Like, did you you saw his video log from Kansas City, right? Yeah. I want I want to know who the girl is. Like, I know on Twitter her name is Erin, but are her and Rob are they an, are they a prospective item? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. This, I mean, I wonder. Make it happen, guys. You both obviously love the Dynamo. You drove to Kansas City for a midweek Open Cup match together. No matchmaking podcast. Yeah, we are branched the fuck out. Make it happen. I could see that. Oh, man, that'd be amazing. If I like, I mean, I've always wanted just to turn on like one other person at the Dynamo. But if I can, if I can create a lifelong, you know, relationship out of this. Huh. I think you're making something out of nothing, but you know. Oh, well, that's, that's what we have to do. That's, uh, That's how we go get clicks. But uh, 
I'm Finister, and you're gonna say uh Adam I'm Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, here we go. Right. So I'm Finister. And I'm Kyle. Fuck, you messed it up. Come on, man. We're gonna do it again a little bit faster. You ready? Is it should this be our sign off? Sure. How would you how would you do it? I'd say I'm Kyle. Adios amigos. Till the next time. All right. And then I'll say go dynamo. All right. So here we go. You ready? All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Finister. And I'm Kyle. And go dynamo. Yeah. Adios amigos. Till the next time. If there's a next time, we'll see. But go dynamo has to be at the end. That's how Let's it always dynamo. works. Go dynamo. Yeah. Go dynamo. The lease is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Mumbo Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right. Elise with the assist. Big shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's familiar with failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool ass people.